0: You know, I was um I was looking at some drawings of uh Native Americans and you know, I realized I couldn't even uh, It's sad to admit, but I couldn't even be Native American. And no offense to anybody that's an NA. No offense to you guys. I love your work. I've seen, you know, Most of what I've seen is drawings, but, you know, I love, but I love y'all's work, and I mean that, you know, I love all, you know, I I respect Native Americans. Um, If I, you know, I was born too late in, in the world. If I was born earlier, I probably would have, you know, tried to smooth things over a little bit better whenever... You know, you guys kind of had the falling out with, the, with some of the whites, to be honest. I would have said, hey, 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 you know, let's figure this out, guys. But I think both of you guys are kind of high tempered, it seems like. If I'm really honest, if I look back and some of the drawings, it seems, you know, uh, oh, excuse me a little belt or burp. I don't know which one is which. Ugh. They're both disgusting. I feel like air is just kind of just raping my throat every time it happens. Oh, I hate that. But um, but yeah, again, I want to apologize to any, you know, I know we have some Native American listeners, some NALs basically or something. You know, we know what I'm talking about. We have a, We have some Native American listeners. I have Native American in me. Okay, I probably got half a pint. Okay, I probably got half a pint. I probably got six teaspoons of Chippewa or something. Daddy's got it in them. I can feel it sometimes in the middle of the night. You know, I'll hear something outside. I'll hear something about 40 paces away. And I don't use the term paces very often. So that's right then when I know that, I say, oh, that's, that's a very select Ounce or two of me that's listening there and that's that Native American in me but yeah I want to apologize to Native Americans on behalf of kind of some of the ways stuff went down you know it's uh, it was just kind of a wild time I think and you know you can't win them all I guess you know I don't know what to how do we shake you know merge the past and the future so I don't know I don't even know what I'm talking about. What was I talking about? Uh, Um, shit. I don't even know, man. Oh my god, dude. I had what a week. What a weekend. What I mean, what a my weekend was great. It was my weekend was tough. Um, it was it was everything you know it was an everything weekend it was like one of those bagels that have every you know everything on it it just looks like your spice rack just took a you know took some bread and just did a damn gang bang on it but um but yeah so you know we, we do what we can uh and um yeah let's look Let's crack into the episode. I think that's the way to do it. And, uh, and I'll just share more, you know, I'll just try and share about what's going on. Um, yeah, I, you know, I need help sometimes. I need some help. Sometimes I need some help. So, you know, and, and it's hard to say that it's hard to say that i need some help sometimes and sometimes i do uh let's get into this episode here we go This is our time. And that right there, that's uh, Grady Spencer and the work. And they're hitting you with that hot tune right there. They're upgrading your ear stems right there with that hot tune. Grady Spencer and the work, our time is that song. That listening piece. And, uh, And we're here, we're here, we're here. We're moving in. It's October. You know we're moving in and we're moving forward. And you know I had a tough week, man. I you know I don't want to. You know I've just had a tough. I, I've just had a tough time recently. Um, and I don't like to. You know it's hard for me sometimes with uh, to not to to share how I feel and not sound like I am complaining. Or, like, I I am not, or just having a lot of self pity. Um, and it's, it's, it's hard for me to do, you know, it's hard, you know, I think it's become tougher sometimes on this podcast to talk sometimes about how I feel because I, I I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to complain and I don't want to be seen as a complainer. Um, and you know it's you know it's interesting you know I, as my career has gone on over the past few years and has gotten busier, uh, you know I start to feel like oh well nobody wants to hear what your problems are if they think that your life is good or that you you know here I am getting to live out my dreams. And so to then still come back and have a, have complaints, have uncomfort. Uh, that stuff sounds. I don't know. It's just hard. It's hard to share. It's hard to. Um, it's scary. It's scary to share because I'm like, well, you know, who's who? Who? Nobody wants to listen to somebody complain that that has, you know, that has uh. That's like living their dream. It just doesn't. So it's just been tough, man. I just have not been feeling that good, I think, especially about the past six or nine months. And I try to talk about it sometimes, but I don't know what's going on. You know, I don't know what's going on. Um, And and so, you know, you, you just keep showing up and, you know, I had I just had a moment this past week and. Uh, Well, I I was going to drink the other night. I was going to drink and, you know, I don't know if I have a drinking problem. I know that I don't do well when once I get hold of cocaine, I don't do super great. You know, I do not do super great if I am doing cocaine. Uh, So the other day, you know, I had the shows up in New Jersey with Trevor Wallace and he's amazing and it was great. And Francis Ellis, beautiful fella, tall fella, too. I mean, tall, white. I mean, if somebody did something to the Native Americans, I'm going to, it was somebody he, you know, probably somebody he knew or in his gene pool. You know, if you drink a, a half cup of, out of his gene pool, you could definitely taste a couple Native Americans, you know, losing their land. I'll say that. Um, but one of the smartest and and, uh, and hardest working guys, is Francis Ellis no shortcuts with that fella, and and so beautiful to you know just to see him and spend time with him and and Trevor's and Trevor's uh, you know I, I just I respect both those guys so much and so I was I was happy to be out there with them and the first show was amazing it was one of my favorite shows ever uh, out there in um in New Jersey in the state of New Jersey up there in northeastern America. And then the second show was, it was, it was good. It just, it was all over the place, kind of. You ever look for something, you just can't find it. It was kind of like that a little. Um, and that's my perception as well. You may have been sitting there and had a great time, but, uh, but you know, I, I like it to be just, you know, I, 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 always want it to be perfect for everybody. Um, and so anyway, I think everybody did have a great time. But but anyway, that's just, that just kind of how I felt uh, about them. Um, but the day was just, that day was just rough. And I'd, you know, I'd been, uh, I went to the, I went to the airport in the morning from Nashville and I flew to the wrong airport in, in New York. And I flew into LaGuardia. And that's about an hour and a half away from the venue. Whereas um, Newark was about 40 minutes from the venue. So just eat, it would have been a lot easier. So I flew into the wrong airport and I had to get an Uber. So I took an Uber an hour and whatever it was. Hour and 40 minutes, hour and 20 minutes. It was a a waste. Uh, And I was just stressed out, man. You know, I just really... You know, I've been trying not to drink for a while and I just kind of decided in my head, you know, man, I'm I'm going to drink. I'm going to drink when I get to this hotel. I'm just going to have myself a damn drink, you know, and I don't think and I, I've i never been the kind of person to just drink and drink and drink. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like hell. I don't like having to get up and go pee. So I I don't want to have a bunch of drinks. You know, but the reason I don't drink is because I just get worried that then if I get approached with cocaine, you know, or that dust, that jack jack, then I'm going to be out there, son. I'll be out in your garden. You know, I'll be out there in your recycling bin with a couple of raccoons, baby, doing dirty, baby, doing dirty works. So that's where my mind kind of goes. and But I just decided, man, you know, I got, this, I got a hotel room at this place called Oyster Point Hotel. Because they have, the place is kind of, it's a little bit of, it's kind of shitty. And I like that. It's kind of nice, though. It's like shitty nice, you know? It's like that. Um, Like, you ever been to a funeral, but they got uh like a thing of mints right by the coffin? Like a little snack bowl or whatever, right by the coffin, like a little, oh, yeah, you know? You know, uh... You know Keith is dead, but also, you know, have a at that kind of place. So I, it just had that kind of vibe. And um, anyway, I get there and I thought in my head, well, the whole time I'm riding there, I'm just furious. And the guy, oh, the Uber driver, kept telling me he had asthma and about his journey with asthma, dude. We got bigger fish to fry in the world right now than somebody having an asthma journey, bro. Maybe if you can't breathe well, maybe God don't want you round Yeah. Have you thought about that, huh, puff puff? Maybe if you can't take a hit off the world correctly, maybe the Lord's looking for you. So, anyway, an hour and a half I listened to, you know, Captain fucking Camp Puff talk about his 65 years. Dude was 65. 65 years of lung issues. And he had crosses hanging everywhere in the Uber. He had, I mean, there was a cross. There was there's a cross here. You know, at one point, I reached behind my ear and I pulled out a cross. Like, he had, there was, I don't know if this guy lives if he had a vampire as an ex-wife. I don't know what's going on. But the Lord, I mean, I guess the Lord was with us. For sure. It was an Uber pool. Because they had, there's no way there weren't a couple of straight up disciples in the trunk. So I'm riding with this dude, Captain Asthma, and, uh and he kept pulling, oh, this was the worst part. And I'm just thinking, oh God.
1: Um and I made it up the black belt.
0: Oh God.
1: <sighs> I was in Taekwondo for many years as a as a teen.
0: Okay. Well good. Um, so what I'm saying is this that uh so I've been thinking about I was thinking about drinking, I was thinking about drinking and I'm thinking, okay, when I get to this hotel, they have a nice restaurant there. That's one thing. It's just I really love a place that have a nice restaurant, nice place to eat. You're sitting looking right out the water. Beautiful. So you could be eating a fish and taste right where it came from. You could be eating a fish right there having you a little bit of pond uh, pond carp or whatever. You know, North African pond carp or something. You gutting down some of that. And you'll see its family member swim right up by the window and look at you. Just hit you with that one eye, you know. Hey, that's my dad, you know. And so I guess I kept romanticizing in my head, okay, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to have me some food. I'm going to have me some drinks. Uh, and I'm just going to relax, man. Um, and so, uh, you know, anyway, we go, oh, the guy kept having to pull over to breathe fresh air. The guy kept having to pull over to breathe fresh air in New Jersey. Off the turnpike. There ain't no fresh air. There ain't no fresh air by the turnpike, dude. Bring a bag of air from somewhere else. Fill up a balloon from damn Kansas or something. And get that thing, you know. Get that thing trucked in or trained in. Huh. So we pull over this is the second time we pulled over to get fresh air and I'm not sure where it was some little town uh, and a guy comes up to the car we stop it's literally like we have to stop for a minute and he will the first time he put his head out the window and the second time he got out of the vehicle to breathe this is a this, and I'm just I'm like it's already this is a $200 Uber And it was a small car, okay? It was small. And some of you guys are thinking, well, Theo, you know, you've made some money. Why don't you get a nice, get somebody to pay? I agree. But that's just not who I am. I don't, that's not, I I don't like to get, I try to be thrifty. You know, that's just who I am. I don't, you know, that's just who I am. It's just in my nature, You know, sometimes I don't want to... uh, Sometimes I don't want to give myself, you know, the creature comforts. I don't want to take care of myself like that. And I probably should. Because then I just get more stressed. So anyway, dude, we're out there. And a a brother, I'll be honest, straight up brother. Urban brother, whatever, however you want to term it. You know? um, Comes up and starts asking if we want to buy some drugs. Um... And the asthma guy, the uh, the driver, starts asking me, like, kind of directs him towards me, like, I don't, like, what is going on here? I don't. I, guy, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm paying to be on this sh- this shitty adventure with freaking Billy bad lungs up here who can't handle the world. And now I got to tell it, I don't want any drugs. The dude starts looking at two of the crosses if they're for sale. Like, dog, we ain't doing this shit right now. Like, I'm just, you know, what y'all doing around here? We're here because he, this guy, this guy wants some fucking, this guy wants some fresh air by this railroad tracks and by these Walgreens. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. And just nobody wants to believe you, bro, when you're out there like that. So I'm just fear and I'm just like, I can't wait to drink now. I'm gonna drink gasoline. I'm thinking of I'm thinking I'm I'm gonna drink ethanol. I'm gonna drink, I am going to have someone else do a two, two, three, four, five, eight balls, a 40 ball. I'm gonna have somebody do at least a 32 ball of cocaine, then I'm gonna drink their blood. That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I'm not doing super well. So we get rid of old dude, you know, and, uh, and we, hit the, we hit the road and it's the last time and um, finally we get to the hotel and the lady says, where are you coming from? And I said, uh, I just flew in from Tennessee. And she goes, well, unfortunately, since you flew in through a high-risk state, you uh you can't access any of our communal areas which means the restaurant uh and the gym um she goes however we are going to open the gym after midnight if you if you wanted to get into there and i'm like oh no what oh, you know what that's not that's that's not a real moment um, But okay Uh, So anyway So now I'm just furious man Because the one reason I wanted to stay at this place You know and it's an expensive place It's 300 bucks a night You know when they got the toilet in there Like the fraternity house one The one with the silver handle out the side You know where you pull that little like It's like a straight handle Like a, you can see the plumbing coming out of the back Like it's a It was really nice 30 years ago but the nice thing there is there's the restaurant and the staff too I not, nothing about the people um so anyway man uh so now I'm angry I'm angry man and I've been angry man I've been angry for months and I just I'm angry and I said well Kelsey you know that was her name I said Kelsey I wouldn't do that to you I said Well, could you at least like, you know, she goes, you can order room service. And I was like, but the reason I even picked this hotel was because I wanted to eat in the restaurant and I wanted to sit in there and have a drink. That's what I wanted. I'd romanticize this. I want to sit in there and I want to have a damn D.R.I.N.K. okay? And I just rode two hours with Captain Cant inhale over here. This beleaguered senior citizen. I don't, I mean, that guy, there's no way that guy's still alive. I mean, this guy was on his last lung, bro. So anyway, anyway, she said, I'm sorry, you can't go in there. You can, we'll have food, we can have food delivered to your room. So I was upset and I went up to my room Um and then i ordered food to my room i had like i had about 50 minutes till i had to be at the venue and i ordered the food to my room uh and i prayed man honestly i mean i just hit my knees and prayed i just said you know god i need some help man you know i'm just so angry and i don't know why and um and i got in the shower and and uh, and then the guy brought my food up, and the drink I'd ordered a Jack and diet, and it wasn't the drink really that I wanted, but I just i don't know that's what that's what I ordered and 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 there was something about the fact that i kind of romanticized the idea i'm gonna drink but i'm gonna drink down in this nice restaurant it's gonna be you know this look. i'm gonna be able to look out at the water it's gonna be cool i'm gonna have the fish his family's gonna swim by it's gonna be kind of like one of, like a part of the godfather a little bit it's gonna be interesting and instead uh the fact that i couldn't have the drink there in that place like once it got to my room i just didn't want it and so i said well if i'm still feeling bad later i'll have it and um and I ate my food and went to the shows. And uh and that was that. So I mean I only tell that story just because, you know, I'm trying not to drink. And sometimes it's really hard. And that was one that was just one of those times. I mean, And I don't talk about it that much on here. I like to keep that kind of stuff sometimes separate because I don't want to have to, like, every week report on how I'm doing with being sober or feel like I have to. Uh, You know, because it's my own journey. Um, But it was interesting that once... It was interesting because then I got this perspective that, oh, well, God's doing for me what I can't do for myself. Because if that, if they would have allowed me to go into that restaurant, I wasn't even going to put my bags in my room. I was going to go sit in there. I hadn't eaten all day. I was going to go sit in there. I had four cookies on the plane. But I was going to go sit in there. And uh, I think... And now I I just hear, here's what I'm saying is I, I realized at that moment, I was like, oh, I didn't. That if I would, if I, if I would have been able to go in just right into the restaurant, I wasn't even going to take my bags to my room. If I would have been able to go right to the restaurant, I was just going to go sit in there and order a drink. And, um and I just, you know, I'm just trying not to. And I just, I guess I want to tell that story just, I don't know. I think. You know, I think God was doing for me what I can't do for myself. You know, He's, He, He, and, and, and at first it was made me so angry, but then I'm like, man, if I would have, if that restaurant would have allowed me in, then I would have drank. You know, I would have drank. And anyway, I know, you know, that doesn't matter to some people, but when you're trying not to, um, and you just got so much anger built up, and you don't even know why. Uh, it just gets—I don't know—it gets heavy sometimes.
1: Elephants are a good sound.
0: It just, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. And so, yeah, the drink just sat there, and it melted, and and I don't know. I'm not saying that I won't—that I'm not going to drink sometime. I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but. I just got to get some help. I just got to start feeling better. And I'm not trying to complain. Um, But I just don't feel. I, I don't feel good. You know. And I, I don't feel good. And I want I want to enjoy my life. You know. I want to be able to enjoy my life. And be of service to other people. And. And I'm just having a tough time doing that right now because I don't feel great. So I'm not trying to complain. I'm not trying to have self-pity. I'm trying to take action. Uh, You know, I'm trying to see a new therapist. Um, I'm looking at getting a a new sponsor uh, through 12-step stuff and... um, But yeah, I don't know. I just I, I just wanted to kind of tell some of that story, and uh, and then I want to let you guys know that it has been reported that Americans are overpaying on car insurance by over twenty one billion dollars. Can you believe that? I'm not shocked actually. Car insurance is is expensive, and uh, man, I mean it's expensive, dude. I've been in maybe four or five wrecks, and mine is like two hundred dollars a month, dude. Insane. You know, that's crazy. I'd rather just keep that money. No, I shouldn't. I, no, never mind. That doesn't make any sense. But but anyway, when you're searching for a better deal, it can take hours and typically results in a barrage of unwanted spam calls. That's the worst. You know, you, you, you fill out a form and next thing you know, you're getting a thousand calls and people hitting you up. Until now, zebra.com. The Zebra is the nation's leading car insurance comparison site. Because it's the only place you can compare quotes side by side from over 100 providers and choose the best for you in 90 seconds or less. Who doesn't want that? Name 40 people that don't want that. You just answer a few questions on a simple fast form and they'll find you the best rates and coverage in your state. TechCrunch calls the zebra kayak for auto insurance. The best part is that it's completely free. You can save up to $670 a year using thezebra.com. So to find out how much you can save on car insurance and home insurance, go today and start saving at thezebra.com slash T-H-E-O. That's thezebra.com slash T-H-E-O. Spelled T-H-E-Z-E-B-R-A dot slash T-H-E-O. So go find out. Go find out how much you can save. Get back out on the road and have the best coverage you can for the best price on auto and home insurance. Thezebra.com slash Theo. Support the podcast. I'll also let you know that today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. And it's probably something I need right now. You know, it probably wouldn't even be a bad idea for me to use BetterHelp. Um, and maybe I will. You know, maybe I will. You know, I'm actually going to uh, try an appointment with a therapist that I've had before. Um, and uh, and then looking to, if that's not what I'm feeling, then maybe looking to getting a new one. But I, I just have to take action. You know, that's what I have to do. And... I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit it man. I want to be I want to I want to enjoy my life. You know? You know I'm living out some of my dreams and I'm not and I'm not enjoying it. And I'm just not enjoying me. I'm not enjoying being human. And I think that there's more out there for me. Uh So BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. Now, it's not a crisis line, okay? It's self help. Now, it's not a crisis line, okay? It's not self help. It's professional counseling done securely online. You know, if you're living in an area where you, the counselor maybe also does the snow cones, so you can't, you go over there and you say, hey, you know, let me get a medium grape. And also, you know, I've been jerking off, and I, you know, before work, and they're like, well, you know, maybe they don't. You know, they say, "Well, you just need the small grape then you have a little too much too, a little too much grape in you. but that's the thing. You don't know if it's a small town, that might be the scenario. But that's why they got better options. You can log in your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. The service is available online for clients worldwide. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, as you do with traditional therapy, Alphansara, are a good sound. BetterHelp is committed to facil- facilitating great therapeutic matches, and they want you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com/theo. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P, and join the over half a million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for TPW listeners: get ten percent off with your first month at BetterHelp slash Theo that's betterhelp.com slash Theo Um, yeah a good intro song there by Grady Spencer and the work from their album Celebrate and that song is called Our Time but yeah I just haven't been feeling good you know I just have been feeling a lot of stress and I don't know uh, and I've just been feeling angry and and I almost, you know, I almost don't want to say that. Uh, I almost don't, you know, I, I don't, because uh, I'm scared, I guess. I'm scared of what people are going to think. I'm scared of what you're going to think. Um, but I don't feel that great. And I, I don't feel that great enough of the time where it's a, you know, it's a recur, it's a, it's something that I have to just I got to do more. Um. You know, so, so I'm I'm, I'm gonna try. I mean, I, I did some things today. You know, I went for a run in the middle of the day. I didn't want to, but I did it. Um, I'm getting my blood work done. Just check to make sure that everything's okay inside of me. To make sure, you know, just staying on top of that. Um, you know, I'm gonna go to an AA meeting later today, and just uh, I spoke to some of my, you know, twelve step friends on the phone, and and I think some of it is just too much of me. You know, a lot of my life has, you know, um, you know, I, I think some something that will help me is doing stuff for other people so i need to try and lean into that a little bit more um but i'm just tired i feel every day like i'm fighting something and i don't know what it is and i feel every day like i'm like like i'm just constantly just pushing trying to i don't even know what i'm pushing or what i'm pushing against um Uh, I'm, I'm trying to explain it, but that's why I'm trying to f- like feel it and share it at the same time. Um, and I'm not trying to have self pity on myself. I'm trying to be active. You know, I used to get bummed out for years, and I would just lay lay in bed, man, be be sad. And sleep definitely helps, um, but I can't do that forever. You know, I have to take action in my life. I have friends and people that need me and and I want to be healthy so I can, you know, I feel, like God, I feel like God wants me to be able to be a part of helping people or being a part of people's lives. You know, I want to be a, a part of that river of, like, comfort in the world and river of, like, healthiness and stuff. and And I just can't be a part of it if I'm not feeling good myself. So anyway, I'm not going to try and dwell on it too much, but it was just amazing that, man, I wanted that drink, man. And that just the simple thing that that lady said the restaurant is not open to you, and i and I was so angry, but really, that was a higher power, saying, "Hey, you know, let me do for you what you can't do for yourself right now and I, and, I, and I did feel like that was pretty powerful um, so oh. But yeah, I talked a little bit, uh, here, let's get in, here, let's take a call or two, here we go. Let me shut up. I just feel, sometimes on this podcast, even I feel so bad just talking all the time, because it's always me, you know? Um, it's always me.
1: Hey, Theo, this is Johnny from uh, New Jersey.
0: What's up, Johnny from Jersey, baby? And no no, no relation to Jersey Mike's over there, and they got the sweaty meat, they got the meat that seems glossy on the outside. Like somebody, you know, parked a a, a, a 84 Chev- uh, Chevrolet over to meet for half an hour and left it running. And now it's got that slick look on it, gang. We
1: um, just left your show. It was a great time. Um, I think you're doing good making people laugh during these hard, rough times. Um, I just want to say keep it up, and we all support you here. We had a blast over there. We were crying laughing, and uh, we'll always uh, – support you brother so gang
0: gang gang man thank you dude that was real timely and i appreciate it man yeah i think sometimes i just put all this pressure maybe on myself i don't know like if if i don't do something right the right way that that people aren't gonna care anymore and so then it makes me kind of i think afraid to like do anything You know, if I'm not the right amount of funny or the right amount of serious or the right, I just, you know, I put this impossible and I don't even know if I do it consciously. That's the thing. It's not like choices I'm making. It's like, you know, I think probably when I was young, I felt like if I didn't behave a certain way that people weren't going to care about me. That like the care that I received from people was directly correlated to how I behaved. And I was only going to be cared about if I behaved an exact way. And I could never figure out what that way was. So I think, you know, sometimes probably in my life, that's why, you know, I've always probably a lot of me has been searching, you know, this searching for some, how do I crack this code? How do I get this? How do I, what numbers do I have to line up correctly? to get the care that I need, you know? Um, but yeah, I think, um, you know, and, and I was never good at saying when I, when I needed help. I was never good at saying, hey, I need help, you know? I, and it's so funny because even as a child, you know, I was a loud mouth. I was always saying something. but it was all like it was all just hot air man the thing I needed to say was just that I need I need, I need some help you know, I need somebody I need to feel that somebody cares about me you know that's what I needed when I was young um, but I had that emotional asthma man when you think about it I had that emotional asthma I just because I just didn't know I just didn't know I didn't know what was going on Um, and I'm not trying to sound whiny you know I know I keep saying that but I'm not like you know oh man I don't know nothing's ever going to be good I'm not I'm not feeling that way I'm just trying to feel what feelings are inside of me so I can so I can take some action um. and some days man I just it's hard to be funny sometimes some days it's hard to just it's hard man it's just like I got in here today and I was like fuck what am I gonna do you know but then I get this voicemail right here
1: um I just want to say keep it up and we all support you here we had a blast over there we were crying laughing and uh we'll always uh Support you, brother. So, gang, gang.
0: You know, and that changes the script in me because then it, then I hear, oh, we'll always support you. You know, we'll always support you. Um, and it's just something, you know, I think it's something that you you got to tell your kids when they're young is that, you know, the, just that you love them no matter what they're doing, no matter what. Like, no matter what. Because I always felt like everything, every next step of my comfort was dependent upon how I was behaving at that second, at that moment. It was all so dependent upon like how whenever my mom got home, how was she feeling, you know. It didn't matter how I was feeling, however she was feeling, then that's how the night was going to go. You know, a lot of there just wasn't room for my feelings. Um, And so a lot of times, I think when I was young, I just didn't have them. And so then that's why I have more of them now sometimes, because I think. You know, feelings are they're patient, they're real, real patient. But at some point they are trying to leave the bus station. So I think some of them, they just I have them later on and I have them now and. Um yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm just trying to think out loud and you know, cuz a lot of people have said to me over the years that you know, you know, Theo, I like when you share what's going on with you because sometimes you say stuff that I I can feel. And uh and you guys do it to me. You know, like this guy right here.
1: Hard rough times. Um I just want to say keep it up and we all support you here. We had a blast over there. We were crying, laughing. And uh, we'll always uh, support you, brother. So gang, gang.
0: Yes, you know, it's just we got a good group of support here, and I think it's cool, man. But um, thank you again for the nice message, man. I really yeah and i'm yeah i don't i don't know why you know this episode just whatever it is man i'm tired i'm just fucking tired i'm tired of having to like uh sometimes not just be able to be how i want to be and i know that you guys didn't make it that way i know that sometimes i've made it that way in my own head i know that sometimes just the past like you know life this work got busier the past year and a half um you know I was sitting yesterday talking to somebody and telling them that I went to a tour in Europe and man i I hardly have any recollection of it. It like that's, you know I hardly have any, it just things were just just things just fast, just fast, just you know just a lot um and it's a blessing I'm mean, that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying that uh that for a guy like me that feels a lot of stuff, it's a lot. It's a lot sometimes um, But the best part man I will say the best part It was such a gift man When I showed up over to the show I, did, I didn't drink I felt so good about myself I said man how did I don't know how you did it You know And I called a friend When I was in the car And I even told him On the way there I said hey man this If this Uber driver Gets back in the car soon Or if he doesn't I don't know But I'm I'm drinking You know And he sent me a link To some video And it was some I don't even know some damn baseball thing. I don't know. It was the worst thing ever. But, but just the fact that I broke up that that the the thought in my head, it just kind of gave weakened that power. And then I got to the place and they said, "Oh, you can't go in a nice restaurant. You got to eat up in your room by the fraternity toilet." I said, "Damn." I mean, the, even this shit. But this place was old, bro. They had old shows on television. Like, what the fuck, dog? Dude, I turned on Golden Girls. A couple, of, all, all of them were still alive on the show. That's how this thing was old. Um, there was a George Bush Senior advertise, like vote for George Bush Senior. One of the commercials, like this, everything in there was old. It was, and I was angry. But that place has an amazing restaurant. And I got up to my room and here was the crazy part. that My room wasn't even facing like the water. It was just facing like the parking lot. And I'm like, oh, if this, good thing it's only four stories. I'd jump out the damn window right now. Good thing it's only four stories and that concrete looks. I-, I could handle that. It was not concrete. It was uh, asphalt. I could live off four stories in asphalt. I'll live. You can ask any gypsy that I'll live there, dude. Kush, girl. But if I go four stories on a concrete, I, I'm probably not gonna... I'm not surviving. Oh, shout out to the dude, too, that came out to the late show in a wheelchair, man. And he had in enabled legs. His legs was enabled by a um, dirt bike. A dirt bike had just did him dirty. And, man, he had such a great attitude, man. it... He had such a great attitude, man. I really, I just... I really, I, you know, I almost wanted to just cut off one of my damn legs and give it to him. And then me and him could just three-legged race around the world together. No homo, bro, you feel me, dog? You stay on your side of the leg, I'll stay on my side of the leg at night. But, but anyway. Well, I guess you couldn't do I guess if you gave, yeah, somebody a leg, but then, I don't know how that, but anyway, yeah, no homo, dude. 100%, bro. But also, dude. Yeah, you know. But if somebody is gay, then also, yes, homo. I don't want anybody to think that I'm not, you know, being cool to gay people or anything. So, no homo and yes homo, dog. Gang shit. Um, what else? Here's someone else that came that came out to the show. Let's take a couple more show calls. Hey,
2: what's up? The this is Steve coming at you currently from the highway leading into Virginia.
0: What's up, Steve, out there on the road, baby? And I've driven out on the road, and I, I, I like to get me a little bit of caramel corn when I'm out there driving or riding, brother. Onward.
2: Uh, originally from Long Branch, New Jersey, you're actually just uh, about five minutes from my home, hometown over there in uh, Blue Grotto.
0: Oh, yeah, we was out there by the dog track. And a lot, you know, you could smell, oh, dude, you could smell a damn dachshund from the stage, man. You could hear the dog track over there people betting on a dog and and losing a there's nothing sadder than somebody gambling on a damn dog track because the information at least if it's a horse you can get some information you can get a little bit of intel on them but a damn you know somebody got you know a weimaraner you know somebody got a rottweiler shit zoo mix out there and it's supposed to run in the seventh race you know what i'm saying but it hasn't had lunch like you'll just get weird like oh yeah you know, Peaky Blinder or whatever the dog's name is, or something. You know, he, he hadn't had lunch, and that's the kind of intel you get. And you're still supposed to lay twenty, thirty on a damn dog. You know, I took a date out to the dog track over there in Tucson, Arizona, one time out there, and she hated me. That lady, that lady hated me. She was an older lady, and I thought, well, what does an older lady want to do? Probably something, you know, advanced, you know. So I thought gambling, and I took her out there and bet on the dog. Bet six dollars on this dog, you know nine dollars on that one, trying to show out a little, and I bet nine, and both them bitches lost, and then that bitch left. So you got to take women where they care or to good stuff. But anyway, sorry, I, I making this about me. Homer, Steve.
2: Dad, I missed the show. Couldn't go. I've been trying to see you for a couple years now, but uh I'm in the Marine Corps, so uh you know duty calls. Can't be around, but. Man, I bet you probably had a great show. I'm trying to see you at some point this year, hopefully, even with all this COVID stuff going on. But, yeah, know, I've been going through a tough time with the relationship and stuff and starting on my career. But, hey, man, your stuff on this past weekend and King of the Sting, that stuff uh, keeps me going, man. It makes me laugh. And, like I said, I can't wait to see you on the show sometime. Definitely excited for the next special or something.
0: Thanks, man. Thanks, dude, that's sweet of you to say that, man. I can I, and I can feel that, you know. I can feel you being genuine and uh, and yeah, thank you, you know. I, I, and we we do have a new special, you know. We're signing a deal with Netflix, and it's just paperwork now, and um, and to do a special, and so that'll be great for that to come out, Steve. So you'll be able to see it and share that with your uh um your Simper Fi uh fellas out there and uh and you know I think that's pretty cool man to be in the military I think there's one thing I admired when I used to go do some military tours and I hope to do some again was just the camaraderie you get to have to be in a group of people and to be able to just joke around and you know I know it's grueling a lot of the hours you guys have and I know you're not where your desired location a lot of times but you know, it's so often, so rare, sorry, in life that I find you get to have a group of people around who enjoy one another, especially right now. Um, so, man, I'm really I'm I'm envious in a lot of ways of just you be able to have that brotherhood and just people are just you get to enjoy people. That's that's a delicacy right now. A lot of people are can't enjoy people. A lot of people can't. You know, people still can't go see their grandparents or there's fear around it. Um, But. But be well, man, and thank you for the warm message, man, and uh, and enjoy that. Enjoy each other. You know, enjoy it, man. That's such a. It's going to be prehistoric human beings spending time with each other the way that we're so addicted to electronica now um let's take another call onward
3: um, hey theo it's um there from trenton new jersey so i just got home from your show i went to the seven o'clock show
0: hey bear and thank you for calling and that's a unique name for a woman but that's how they do it in the northeast you know you got more people from britain more people you know you got that native american meets kind of you know kind of defeated by the white kind of vibe up there so you'll have a kid named Bear you love a kid named uh you know River Branch or whatever um you know Fire you know Fire you love a kid named Fire like damn where's Fire dude I don't know he's got the weed you know I, so they got you know you'll have unique names go on Bear
3: down there in Oceanport New Jersey and man it was a great, great, great time, and I really needed it because i just been going through a really bad where I went through a breakup, and I went through drinking way too much, and now I'm sober, and I'm on antidepressants. But besides that, so there, it was great, except there was this bitch, and she just kept screaming for no reason. And then the last 15 minutes of your set, just talk shit about how she was on your podcast before oh I was on this podcast before and, 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 I was, and everyone just wanted her to shut the fuck up mm. so but besides that you were great and me and my friends we had a great time and I really appreciate it and love you man
0: love you too thank you very much for that for the nice message and I think there was one lady up at the front that was too loud And she might have been doing drugs, I don't know. And she had big titties too, I'll be honest with you. Two of them. And she had them big old titties. It looked like each one of her titties had been drinking beer. It looked like each one of her titties could have been on a bowling team in the 90s. You know, she had the big old, she had them long branches, if you will, baby. Uh, And she was loud. I think a lot of times a titty will hold a lot of volume. You know, so sometimes if you see somebody with a big titted woman, they'll have earmuffs on or something. But yeah, next time I'll do a little bit better job. It's hard for me to gauge. Here's the hard thing to gauge from the stage. If somebody is a heckler or somebody is being obtuse. Are they enjoying themselves? Or are they trying to be seen? That's the tough part. Because some lady the other night up front laughed like, uh, had a really, really, really weird laugh. And I don't know, honestly, how to handle that. I
1: don't, honestly. I don't, honestly.
0: So it's tough. You know, it's tough to know what is a good sound and what isn't a good sound. Elephants are a good sound. It's tough. It's, you just have to, but if it gets a little too much, that's when I say something and also the staff is supposed to do something but you also don't want to like interrupt the jokes the second show there was a drunk guy who was not he was he needs to be sober you're probably you sound okay that guy probably needs to tighten it up because he just was the show he made it about him but maybe not who knows man But thank you for the warm message, you know, and that's the thing. It's just like sometimes I don't want to drink because I want to be able to be there for somebody if they're having a tough time or something. I want to be able to say, hey, man, I'm here and I'm available and I'm so I'm of right mind right now. So I can be a part of. I don't know. I just feel like it's hard for my higher power to use me if I am all fucked up on that gas or whatever but that's just me some people can do a bunch of coke you know and raise a family I'm reading the My Pillow Guys book right now that dude's smoking crack and and making pillows so if that ain't I mean that sounds like community college so there's ways to do it is what I'm saying but but I'm glad y'all came and I'm glad you laughed and I'll tell you this that first show I'll put this on anything I, it might have been the best show I've ever had man it, it just you know sometimes I just feel and that's the crazy part I don't feel bad all. sometimes I just feel great but this impending feeling that's what I want to get out of me you know um and I want to let you know too, man, um, that we recently got the website redone, Theovon dot com. And you can check it out and and uh and I'm sorry for just talking about myself a lot on this episode. I really am. You know, uh but that you know, you know, I. You know, it's funny because sometimes I just have. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think sometimes I, have, I still have all these these things inside of me, like I want to say, you know, but I just can't. I just don't know what they are. Like I have this feeling sometimes, like there's like I want to say things in my throat, and I just don't know what they are. Um, And sometimes I, I think, man, well, you're just going to keep talking to you figure it out, you know, and it's not gay stuff either. Some people send me messages. Hey, fella, look at this wiener. Look at this thigh, thigh wiener, nut, wiener, nut, nut. And gay men need to quit doing that. A lot of gay men sliding in there and in the DMs. Hey, hey, hey. You want to check out this wiener how heavy is your wiener some guy asked me how heavy is your wiener get it together man okay a lot of gay men take advantage of the loophole of being gay to make it that they can then be gross towards straight men and that is too much man send me a message how heavy is your wiener I'm not scaling my wiener, man. And I'm not telling you, sir. Okay, buddy. It's you're being nasty. So anyway, I just had to say that. But what I'm telling you is we got the website redone, Theovon.com. And who did it was a company called Modify. Just finished the new site. The process, no joke, was effortless. That's what I like. The turnaround was swift. I don't have to do anything. It was almost like magic. It was almost like too good to be true. Modify has a new plan that rivals any other option on the web market. They provide a subscription-based professional web design service for the cost of your old cable bill. That's right. For just $249 a month, you will enjoy the relief of creating your new website, easy process, quick turnaround, and an evergreen site. And the convenience of having a personal web design team assigned to your account. To, to handle all of your ongoing website needs, Modify's plan includes unlimited updates, unlimited support, easy editing tools, and, and future redesigns, no cost to build, no contract, and they do it all for you. Only $249 a month. Get yours today at modify, M O D I P H Y dot com slash Theo. That's modify, M O D I P H Y dot com slash T H E O. There's no F in Modify. These guys don't F around. You feel me? Gang. Modify. Change is good. What else can I tell you about, man? Um, you know, and I got to recognize too, uh, you know, a lot of people are, ha- are feeling, you know, rough. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a rough time. There is a lot of, you know, we don't have the regular things. I was talking to uh, Maurice Claret the other day. And man, I really, really admire that guy. He has so much solution in his, in his brain and in his heart. And, and, uh, and, and he was saying, you know, one of the reasons people are all so antsy right now, he thinks because nobody has anything to do. There's no sports to watch. There's no outlet. The only teams that have been playing this whole time have been political. So everybody's getting on one or the other. Um. so it's just it's interesting and I, I thought about that people have become more fans of politics you know we, we've become more fan it's become without other sports and other things politics has become the thing to be a fan of you know I like this quarterback I like this quarterback oh the backup quarterbacks you know is racist the black the, the the black up quarterback's racist you know it just there's all it just there's people are becoming fans of politics and becoming an activists that's one thing i'm just dude we've all i feel i feel like we've all become such addicts to all of this junk that is then making us be angry about stuff that i don't know if we're really angry about I know that we are Concerned about things I know that we have Views about things But I don't know If we're really Angry About things So I really question The the, the side effect of Just all the snippets And all the information And the constant barrage Of information and the effect that has on us. You know, it's just because you start to wonder well, everybody, like, so many people are activists now. Like, what's going on? Like, I get being activated, but at some point, it's just we're, I feel like we're being taken advantage of. You know, at some point we feel a little bit used by all of the, this the media and all the hype, and, and and a lot of it's like panic porn. You know, my brother's friend coined that phrase, and I don't know his last name. It's I think he's a Latino fella, but panic porn, where you just everybody's getting high, some, we're getting some 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 dopamine hit in our brain by getting off on all of this. Uh, this political and social jack-jack.
1: Um, and I made it up the black belt. Dang, dude, I'm not sure. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't, honestly.
0: You know, it's... uh, I mean, what would Riley Mouse say? He don't know. That's what he would say, bro. So you got to think about that sometimes or don't think about it. And those are the options. But yeah, just I, I just start to wonder, well, if I'm more stressed out than usual, if there's more what's going on what's causing me to feel this way um, so let's hear uh, another call or two that came in here we go
4: hey CEO Riley this is Ray I'm from Ohio um, but I live in a little town called Wheeling West Virginia
0: oh yeah that Wheeling feeling baby and I got offered sex by aunt and a niece one time over there adults both both of them adults adult sex offer okay
4: and I know we've both had that wheeling feeling. And,
0: yep, and that's pink eye also.
4: And um, it's a dangerous thing. You know, if you if you hold on to that feeling for too long, you're going to end up doing some methamphetamines in the back of a 7-Eleven.
0: Amen, baby. Hey.
4: That's a guarantee. Maybe get maybe get an FTV by the slurping machine. Can't but I, um, I just wanted to call in and say I'm a huge fan. Um, you make my day a little better every day. I'm a coal miner. And I don't know that you've had any coal miners call in, but um, I wanted to say that uh, it's a tough job. It's a rewarding job. Um, I just wanted to say, um, if there's any questions about coal mining, please reach out. Um, I'm a huge fan of the show. Thank, you thank you for everything.
0: Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. And maybe we do have, we'll have maybe we do have a question or two about coal mining. And if I think of what they are, I'll let you know. But right there, you got to think about that. Somebody going in the earth and getting something out of the earth, helping it out. And that's really, you know, I'm not trying to be racial here, but that man goes into the earth and gets something black and helps it out of the earth. So that's pretty cool. That's pretty helpful. Um, you know, it's... uh. It's just pretty cool to see that you go down there and you come up with a bucket of black. A couple of posit, a bucket of positive black black you know? That coal, baby. And I love a coal. I love a briquette. And we actually had a black kid at our school when I was growing up. Uh Briquette Lawson. And he was beautiful actually. He could have been a male model actually, but he he just was he didn't he just he wasn't doing all of that shit, man. He didn't like a lot of shit like that. He liked more just regular shit, McDonald's and shit. Um, let's take another call. Here we go.
5: Hey Theo, this is Cole from Texas.
0: What? And that guy's name is Cole. That's baffling. That was totally unplanned. There you go. And right there, that's you see that wet that wicked web that's that, that's out there. Onward, brother. Thank you, Cole. Name after a briquette.
5: I'm just calling to see if I can maybe give you a little encouragement. I'm kind of in the same boat as you are. I just moved to pursue a new career, and uh, it's it's kind of nerve-wracking, really. You know, I don't really know anybody here, and I'm just trying to get into the groove of things in this new uh, foreign environment. But I hope you are doing well in your new environment, and that you and your new buddy Riley Mao are doing all right.
1: Alvin good sound.
5: Can't say I have.
1: I've not. Well, actually, what is Northeast Arkansas? Like, what cities? I mean, you know, I'm a Christian Eagle Scout. I mean, you know, I'm a Christian Eagle Scout.
0: Well, you know, um, thank you for that, man you know it is i just ha- i have to remember that cuz i wake up each day and there's part there's a question in my head like why isn't everything perfect you know there's a and i'm i'm not even asking the question there's some invisible thing in my head every day that's asking this question why isn't everything perfect why don't, why isn't this done why isn't this done why isn't this done do you do this do you do this do you and it just and it's like I don't even hear it, but I still it's like i it's like it was asked to me decades ago, and it still echoes so I think always when I wake up, I immediately just feel like oh there's so much I haven't done there's so much I have to do there's not it's um so I gotta recognize i gotta you know I gotta recognize hey that 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 voice is not real. And while that voice will serve me well sometimes to get to go and do some things for myself and get me motivated, at some points that, that voice is just yeah, it's just it's just bothering me because it's not going to give me any peace. Um, but man, I'm sorry that you're struggling with it, man. You know, some things I did do to stay to stay busy. I, I joined the MMA gym. I now have four bruised ribs. Some guy named Alex or Alexis or something. I don't know what his name was. Oh my God, dude. This guy, he might have eaten two of my ribs, dude, when I wasn't looking. This guy did me, he did me up. Um, so that is a lot of pain. Uh, I went and saw Tim Dillon perform two times. Um, so that was really great. Uh, I'm just trying to get some new, some some guests onto the podcast, trying to get Morgan Wallen to come in. I'm a fan of his music. He's a musician, musical man. Uh, we have a trucker next week coming in, female trucker, a vad 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 v- 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 trucker. A lot of them, they, people will call it beautiful lady, decent lady. So, um, yeah. So just, just you know, thanks for thinking about me, man. You know, and, and I'm thinking about you, brother, and I wish you well in that new environment, and just. Yeah, it's so funny, man. It's like I can offer you suggestion, but I, it's like I can't hear it for myself. Isn't that so crazy? It's fascinating, man, this thing that we are part of. Um, all right, let's hear another call that came in here. Uh, and sorry to just keep going to calls, but I just... You know, I, I want to get some of you. I'm just tired of listening to myself sometimes. Here we go.
5: Hey, Theo. Uh, my name is Chance. I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico. And uh, I'm currently about to, I'm driving through Amarillo, Texas right now. I'm headed over to uh, Bentonville, Arkansas for, for a new job. For
0: now, Bentonville, Arkansas, home of the largest Walmart and first Walmart ever. So if you are thinking about Walmart, think about Bentonville. I'm working
5: for a sales job. Um, and I'm uh, just kind of taking this huge leap of faith. I'm listening to some of your podcasts. And um, I just got the the urge to hit the hotline. You know, I'm feeling a lot of feelings right now. Um, and, uh, you know, one of them is is that's really strong is just, uh, just hope. And um, hope for a better life. Hope for, you know uh, to be successful, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm 23 and I, and I haven't done much with my life, but uh, I just got, got sober about almost three years ago. So my life has just been getting so big mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I don't know, maybe if you have any advice for me, you know, starting something new, I know that you've traveled, you know, you made a big change traveling over to, to California. Um, and now you just made another travel, you know, down there to, uh,
0: well thanks for the call man and not to cut you off uh but but i did but um but yeah i uh you know i think what you're doing the 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 long term of it is you can't see it now but in the future you'll see wow just by making big by making moves it may, it allows you to be less inhibited when you need to make other moves so in the future, when an opportunity comes up, and and it, you know, another move or an opportunity to take a leap of faith in love or a leap of faith in, in, in friendship or in a different realm even, uh, besides employment, that the experience you have had right now, you know, that'll resonate within those other fields, and so you might. You won't even know. You're like, oh wow, I took a leap of faith here. I took a leap of faith there. Um, you know, hell, you can become a damn long jumper of faith if you leap enough, man. Um, and that sounds like what you're doing. So twenty three, you're trying a new city, and that's a lot, man. You know, and I need to be patient with myself. You know, I get to, I get at home, and I it gets late, and you know, just I get you know I, my the place is a mess and it's not even my place i'm just renting it and sometimes things just feel like heavy man and i just need to get some help i need it when i need help if i need a therapist if i need a a house cleaner if i need a an assistant if i need i just have to get i gotta ask for what i need you know i never you know i was talking to my brother today and Man, I never really ask for what I need. I never say, hey, this is what I need. I don't say it in relationships. I don't say it in friendships. I don't put down those. Hey, look, this is what I need. Because I don't want to be, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to step on any toe. I don't want to. But it's funny, I, I just won't put any, you know hey, this this is what I need. You know, I need, sometimes I need someone to listen to me and not even tell me anything. You know, the other day I was talking to my brother and I was just telling him I've been having a tough time and just, you know, and I'm lucky. My brother's worked in like youth therapy and stuff like that and, um, and at the end of the call, he said, hey, man, I'll just, if you want, I'll just sit on the line with you for a little bit and, and not say anything. And at first I was like, nah, man, I'm all right, you know. And when I said all right, I could feel something in my voice, like I, I felt like I wasn't all right. And he said it again. He said, no, he said, look, I, um, I'm happy to just sit here. You know, you don't have to say anything and I don't have to say anything. Um, And I'll just be here with you. If you, if you need, you know, I can just be here with you. And man, I started bawling, like literally uncontrollably, like a dragon flew out of my fucking soul. Because I think never in my life had anybody just said, hey, I'm just, I'll be here with you. I'm not going to give you any suggest. I'm not going to give you any. I'm not going to give you any. I'm just. I'm just going to be here for you if you need me. And it was powerful, man. It was, and I. It just. I had no idea in my whole life that I how much I needed that. Just even a moment. I mean, it was, you know. And then you know, I was like kind of sobbing and. It's some you know some of this shit no homo bro some of the shit's kind of you know it's tough to say I'm not trying to sound like a little bitch but I'm trying to sound like I don't care whatever dog if you're still listening bro you part you you part bitch same as I am son you probably about eleven percent bitch you feel me but um and then I was like oh thanks man I'm you know I'm good I kind of got my composure and then he said are you sure? And, I, you know, I, I lied. I just say, yeah, I'm good, you know, and I wasn't good. I, I didn't feel, I just, and he goes, oh, I can still, you know, he said, I have like 10 minutes. I can just sit here with you. And, man, I just fell apart again. You know, no, I, I just, I don't know. I think it just, in just such a world of so much sound and so much constant, 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 Just like to for somebody to say that they had ten minutes, where they could just be there with me, man, it was it was real powerful. Because I think he was speaking to that kid in me, to that child, you know, that young fellow who just, you know, hey, I can sit here with you without any judgment, without any concern, without not concern, but with. With just concern, you know, with just time. You know, I can sit here and just. And just you just know the only thing you need to know. Is that I'm here for you. No matter what. And it was just powerful, man. Um. So the hotline, as always, is 985-664-9503. I'll be back in with Riley Mao maybe next week. We got that female trucker coming in. I'm excited about that. Um, We're also looking for a, uh, if you know somebody who is a unique um, death person, a death like a lifeguard, but at a funeral. You know what I'm talking about? Like a, um, mar- margit, margit, what is it, a magician? A magician? No. Margician. Somebody that like, you know, hey, 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 you know, here's the body. You know, that guy, uh, uh like Howie Mandel, but for like death. mortician. If you know somebody of a, uh, a mortician, do you? No, not at all. If you know somebody that is that is a decent or a unique mortician, we would like to speak with them. Um you can email us I think through the website or hit up uh the real Nick Davis. And you can uh, let him know, preferably around Nashville or Los Angeles or within a flight distance, you know, somewhere close. Um but, all right, one last call that came in. Here we go.
3: Hi, Theo. I just finished eating a McDonald's breakfast griddle bacon sandwich.
0: Oh, dang. So you living high on the hog today, literally. Onward, little mama.
3: And I really like them. I started eating them after I heard a show on Howard Stern. And now it's one of my favorite things to get at McDonald's. Unfortunately, we can't get it after 10.30 a.m. So my next favorite thing at McDonald's is the filet of fish. But I always want lettuce and onion on that sandwich. Um, So my question is, what's your favorite fast food spot?
0: Well, look, I can't. Ma'am, I love you. Hey, I'm going to tell you that straight up. And I'm here for you. And I won't say anything, but I do have to, I can't handle, if you can't eat a damn filet of fish at a McDonald, you can't eat a filet of fish at a McDonald, mama. That ain't even fish in there. You know, that's trans oyster or something they're using or, you know, they're not using fish meat. That ain't damn fish meat you know, they you know, that's something else. They're doing something nasty, nasty. You can't be having a you know, I can't if I'm trying to talk to a lady and she have a bite of fillet of fish on her lip. Come on, you can't, Your children can't even love you if you're sitting around with a bite of fillet of fish on your mouth, on your breath. Who do you love? People can't love you if you eatin eating fillet of fishes, lady. They can't love you. And they can, but it's just, it's going to be harder. It's so hard to love a woman when you see her with it. You know, you go in her car and she got a couple, you know, you open up to get the glove compartment thing, to get a lozenge or something for her, and a damn fillet of fish wrapper freaking rolls out. Like a dang tumbleweed, just it's hard to love somebody that's on them filet of fishes baby you know that and if you don't you get then you know it now Um. okay I think we got it we had some calls that came in about Riley Mao but we'll we'll, we'll get to him next week you know we just had him here this week just in spirits. I mean you know
1: I'm a Christian Eagle I guy. don't
0: um, you know And he's a talented man.
1: Um
0: so we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We don't have to figure it all out today. That's what I gotta remind myself. Is we don't have to figure it all out today and we don't have to figure it all out alone. And you know I feel a little bit better than when this than when this episode started. You know, I'm gonna even see if my dang therapist email me back. I'll check right now. Nope, not yet. Hmm. But there's an AA meeting in five minutes online that I can jump in. And as much as I don't want to, I wanna go do something else. I wanna do I wanna, you know, do my bookie, bet on a night game, I wanna do this, I wanna do that. You know, it's probably what I need to do for myself. You know, I gotta get active. And taking care of how I feel, instead of just just being reactive to it all the time. You know, if I'm going to feel this much as I do, I'm I, I deserve to have some control over it. So. Anyway, thank you guys for coming out there in New Jersey. Both shows were great. I just felt like the early one was more tame. The second one, when people was drunk, people was out there drinking each other's blood. You know, somebody's out there. They had a, some guy came out with a, uh, you know, we had another guy that came out. I guess he had a fake hand or something. He'd lost a hand. You know, he'd lost a hand. He, uh, You know, some guy, He, he was, maybe he was, you know, throwing dice, you know, and mowing the yard at the same time. And, 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 you know, and he caught a blade. Uh, but they, they he left his hand there, some guy. So that's wild. You know, you go home and you can't even, you know, I guess he drove home just with, you know, instead of 10 and 2, just 10. Maybe just locked in at 10 or something. Unless he just taped his arm to the wheel on the other side at 2. But that's you know some guy woke up he don't know where his hand is at you know when they got a bucket of beers five empty beers and a damn cold hand in there so if that's you man call uh, Blue Grotto B-L-U-G-R-O-T-T-O over there about a dog park and you guys too I want to say shout out to uh to Joey Diaz and his new podcast you guys got to go check it out. It's just starting up, Uncle Joey's Joint, and it's uh, you know uh, I, I watched some of it, and it made me feel good to just kind of share what was going on. You know, sometimes I like to be entertaining, and sometimes I just I just want to be, and um, and I know you guys don't, you know, I, I, I just it gets in my head as to what's going on, but uh, but you guys have always been there for me, man, and I and I just appreciate it you know, and I love you, and, um, and I love the group, of you. I, you know, I got to meet some of you here and there out in Jersey, a couple quick groups, and this and that, and, man, I was walking, you know, I was so, ha- I was so happy that I didn't drink, like, because I, just because I try not to, I'm not saying it's anything bad, if you, look, if you're doing some good coke, I'll hold the back of your neck, you know, while you do it, bro, you know what I'm saying, I'll feel your tits while you do a little coke. That's who I am, bro. Even if you a man, bro, if you're a strong man. But um But I'm walking from the from the venue. They had a like a bouncer guy that would walk you to the back of the stage. And he we just started talking. He's like, Yeah, man, I got twenty three years sobriety. And I was like, Damn. And it was just exciting, you know. And he said his dad had a couple years of sobriety and and it was just nice because in that moment I was, you know. I was towing my line whatever my line was you know and I was it was just like oh okay good I'm glad I'm here for this just to be here with this moment because then I could connect with them. I said oh man I'm I have six months and almost drank today and I'm just man it's just really hard right now uh and so yeah in that moment there was somebody I could tell that to uh Cause you go just up to a random stranger at the show and you tell him that. Well, actually, a lot of the people that come to our show is pretty good, but he might be like, "Oh, dude, oh, what? where's, oh, have you seen my hand?" It's like, nah, no. you lost your hand, dude. That's crazy, fucking. You're only gonna be able to hitchhike in one direction now, dude. Um, let's go out the way we came in, man, naked and feet first. No, uh. Let's go out the way we came in. This is Spencer. Sorry. We long to fancy.
6: It's been one of them weeks when we both wanna
0: cry. That sounds good.
6: The world's been dropping down like the head of us. I need some time alone, maybe just you and I. Well, I've been working my fingers down to a bloody mess. I've been working my sanity down to the bone. Well, I've been working hard as I can to just find some.
0: Oh, baby, I'm taking you out.
6: Baby, you know you're so pretty.
0: You're so pretty, baby. I don't have a plan B.
6: Look, baby on mine. This
0: is our, our time. time. I don't need a plan B. You my baby.
3: Mm-mm.
0: That is Grady Spencer and the work if you're taking your lady out play that song for them on the way out when you're leaving the house you're getting ready put that on put that on for them this is our time you know you're going to enjoy it I know some couples came out and and sat at the tables the other night and it was cold at that second show too and uh, and just thank you guys man just thank you for being a part of my life man and let me be a part of yours and I'm excited about where we're heading uh, And I'm just trying to take care of myself while we get there, baby. Gang.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jonathan Kite, and welcome to Kite Club, a podcast where I'll be sharing thoughts on things like current events, stand-up stories, and seven ways to pleasure your partner. The answer may shock you. Sometimes I'll interview my friends. Sometimes I won't. And as always, I'll be joined by the voices in my head.
3: You have...